to the USA Hockey Podcast, a youth sports conversation focused on providing players, coaches, and parents with engaging and informative content that they can use at home and at the rink. Tune in as we chat with some of the greatest people around ice hockey and youth sports. Join the discussion on Twitter at USA Hockey Coach. Now, let's drop that puck. All right, welcome everyone. Today, take a deep breath because we're talking about the benefits of breathing. Our guest today has over 20 years experience working in mental and social emotional intelligence in a variety of settings from clinical, educational, and sports teams of all levels. So please welcome on Pierre DeBar. Zach, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And so uh, to get this started off, this is a youth sport podcast. And so I'd love for you to kind of share your experience through sports growing up and then kind of how you got to this point working in uh, where you're at now. Yeah, well, you know, I grew up in Minneapolis. Uh, literally across the street was a outdoor hockey rink. So my upbringing from uh, small age was our, that was our babysitter. I was the youngest of four boys and my dad was a coach and coached all of us in hockey. And, uh, you know, we also, because we were across the street from a park, we played every sport possible, tennis, baseball, you know, basketball, soccer. Uh, I went the furthest in soccer, uh, but I've been playing uh, my love of hockey through high school, midgets, you name it. And then I've uh, been playing in adult hockey. Gosh, I probably have three different teams right now. So I'm still loving the sport, still playing the sport, uh, deeply involved with it and have kids in it as well. Uh, but really being, being that influential, uh, uh, being the son of a coach and spending my winters outside playing at any given time we were on an ice rink really built my love of sport and love my uh, love of hockey uh, really deeply awesome and then um so now you're working for a lot of different organizations within mental skills and uh, actually a bunch of different things so i don't want to speak too much on it but can you tell me kind of what you're doing now um relative to kind of sports and and health and well-being Sure. You know, we have a number of different projects going, uh, both individually as a uh, performance coach to then uh, being involved with a social emotional development and training company. So we're working with, uh, you know, doing some uh, projects with USA Hockey. We have uh, with the leadership there, we have programs with uh, Wisconsin Badger men's hockey program. Uh, working with several different high school organizations here in Chicago and Illinois, uh, as well as uh, from youth development and, and the helping coaches uh, have a deeper understanding of social emotional development on the ice and off the ice. So there's a lot going on. And then individually, I work with players at all levels. I work with teenagers. I work with college level, USHL, uh, all the way um some of my favorite work is with, with those um, mid-teens to college level because there's so much pressure, there's so much demand, there's so much uh, identification that they need some support in navigating that pressure that they put on themselves. And as well as being a student athlete, there's so many demands. So how can you support them and not only performing their best, but empowering them in, in managing that pressure? 
Um, and then, of course, have worked with MVPs in multiple sports, NBA, NHL, um, some obviously some famous players that many would know in Chicago. I've worked with uh, with the Blackhawks and you name it. So it's a pretty diverse, eclectic uh, program that I'm running. <laughs> but at the at the end of the day, it's really about helping evolve and transform the sport of hockey, especially on the social, emotional and mental emotional side of it. And so I think we all know that there's a lot that goes into, uh, so, you know, social, emotional intelligence and mental skills training and things like that. And um, one of the big things I know, and I, I've gone through this journey myself is, is breathing. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So obviously we all breathe to survive, but um, there's definitely different breathing techniques and different benefits that, um, you know, help our overall health and uh, can you share with me maybe some of the benefits to um, the different breathing techniques that we have and maybe as we go on, uh, share some of those? Sure. Well, you know, again, the first thing we do when we come into the world is we take a breath in and the last thing we do is we uh, breathe out. And really the quality of our life really is dictated by how we breathe. And it is one of those parts of our body that um, is happening, whether we're aware of it or not, but also we have a deep influence over it. And when we do control it and influence it, it affects all aspects of our human experience, our, our mental thoughts, our emotional regulation, most importantly, our physiological processes and what's happening um, in all aspects of our physiology. And then even, you know, further our, our, our spiritual development and that's always uh, on the table for discussion as well. But the point with all of this is the breath is probably ground zero for building all sorts of mental and emotional practices into routines individually, pressures as a coach, and even the performance of a team, how teams breathe together, how they manage their uh, emotional swings, come back to how they're breathing. Um, how they manage their mindsets really comes back to breathing. So breath is really why we're talking today is it is the baseline that we build all mental skills and emotional skills off of. Yeah, so it's obviously really, really important. And, um, you know, let's say I'm, I'm a coach or maybe I'm a player and, um, you know, I'm, I'm on my way to a game or maybe I'm on my way to practice. Um, what would you recommend for players to do kind of on their way in to, to prepare themselves mentally and emotionally for, for what they're about to go through? Sure. You know, this, this message isn't much different from working with somebody on the NHL versus working with a peewee player. It's truly the same thing, which is how, when we spend a little time preparing and regulating our physiology early in the day, and then doing it again, maybe on the way towards a uh, practice or a game, you are really basically investing into your, uh, into your own control and personal control of what's happening inside your body. That when you do it right when you wake up or some point in early in the day, it sets the day off on a great path. And then when you actually spend time uh, prior to an event, whatever that is, practice, game, speaking, 
um, uh, music. Uh, you know, I used to get super stressed out before piano recitals. I don't, I don't think I was more stressed out than anything in my life and getting in front of a group of people and playing the piano. So that process of managing your breath and how we can get ourselves more regulated is so important. And that time in the morning to the time right before uh, as you're transitioning is a great time to do some of these exercises. And some of the most basic or and some of the most uh, profound or what I, I, I love box breathing. Box breathing is really the one that I love to have as an anchor in our uh, training because box breathing gives us, trains our uh, diaphragm, which is our primary breath muscle. And it also gives us an opportunity to really get into concentration and training concentration, which is these days uh, probably an epidemic of lack of concentration with the amount of distractions, the constant distractions that are going on. And it might not even be your distractions internally, but the external distractions, other people's phones, other people in the room, a parent distracted, another child distracted, that all pulls energy away from us. So breathing is again, one of those uh, simple skill developments that allows us to focus on concentration and gets our brain into more optimal flow and healing states. Awesome. So you mentioned box breathing. Can you uh, can you run us through a quick, uh, you know, 15, 20 second, what that looks like, what that sounds like um, in terms of box breathing? Sure. Uh, I had the privilege of uh, working with Commander Mark Devine, who is a Navy SEAL commander, and he's really been one of the uh, primary drivers of this box breathing uh, from the Navy SEALs side of things. So you can see right there, if it's good enough for the Navy SEALs, I think it's good enough for us. What does box breathing look like? Just visualize a box. There's four sides to it, and that's how we're breathing. And what that looks like is one side of the box is an inhale. The next side of the box is a hold, holding your breath. The other side of the box is an exhale. And then the other side is a hold. So it's inhale, hold, exhale, hold. And that can come in multiple lengths. Uh, a, a great beginning style is four, uh, the count of four. Four seconds in, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. I often try to push people, try to get them to five, six. And if you're very experienced, you can go up to 10, 12. And that uh, really starts to change your biochemistry in your body, as well as your uh, nervous system and your brain when you start really elongating those experiences. But generally speaking, for kids, for adults that don't have a lot of breath experience, starting with four is a great starting point. Great. And then the, you're kind of working up from there. And yeah, um, I really like that. That's it. It's expansive a bit, but it's um, awesome. So so now let's say we, maybe this is something that a kid can do, um, you know, on the way to the rink in the car, or is this something that coaches could also run through their entire team with prior to a game? Maybe they're, they're about to step on the ice for warmups and, Hey, we're going to do a quick little session of box breathing today. Is that something that they could do? Absolutely. And, you know, I want, I want to put the focal point on the coach right now for a second. One is, how is the coach showing up? Are they ready for a performance? Are they ready for the intensity? Are they ready to manage a group of 
kids or performers and the uh, emotional swings that happen with that. So right there, it's not just for the kids, it's also for the coaches and their preparation, their mental, emotional preparation. Um, so I wanna put the emphasis on that as well. And when that becomes practice, you're gonna naturally wanna share that with your teams. But one of the things I love about this when working with teams is coaches are always trying to get their players and their teams in sync with each other. And what that term is called is coherence. We're trying to get into a coherent uh, group. It's like a flock of birds that just are floating together. They're all, there's not one leader in any, there's a different leader at any time, but they're all working together. And it's, it's kind of the magic, uh, we're all looking for that magic as coaches. But we can start to build that into our repertoire as our inner coaching skill development just with breathing. Because when you get a group of kids breathing together for three to five minutes in a locker room or pre-locker room, their breath starts to get in sync together. And when they're doing box breathing and everybody's doing box breathing, that might be the one moment that they're really truly in sync together getting into coherence. And guess what? If that becomes a pattern and that becomes sort of the norm and ritualistic before games, guess what? You're going to set your team up for an immediate um, uh, uh, improvement in getting them in sync on and off the ice in that performance, in practice, you name it. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And I like that kind of, it's, it's, our, it's our thing we're going to do together as a group. Um, so it's, um, you know, not just syncing the breaths together, but this is our thing that we do together. And we're, you know, kind of getting the group uh, a little bit of a, I don't want to say team building, but kind of team rituals that that they do together as a group. So, yeah, th those norms. And, and you know, I yeah. think of uh, um, my son's squirt team last year, uh, first year squirt. Uh, the coach was part of a coaching program that we're uh, running through uh, the HAP organization um, that I'll talk about at the end. But he implemented box breathing prior to games. And what happened is one time after like game three, he didn't do it and the players were like, hey, we got to do box breathing. We got to do box breathing. Because even they felt the difference. They felt the process. And that was early on. And so that just became part of their process. And it's so easy as you get into high school or later that, hey, these kids don't want to do it. But I'm telling you, working with these programs, it dials them in. It settles their nerves. It gets them focused. It get, it collects the energy individually and collectively. And that is allows you to be, uh, they hear your message as a coach. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so our team is our team is ready to rock. They're you know they're on the same page. We we just finished up our box breathing. We get into the game, and you know now maybe we're we're going through the game, and uh, maybe a player is either frustrated or maybe um, you're trying to just get your players to reset. What are some things that you can encourage your players to do, or um, you know maybe teach them uh, how to do? Maybe maybe this is something that you teach ahead of time, but um, what are some things that you can encourage your players to do in game um, to maybe reset or kind of get back to their, um, you know, nor normal self? Yeah, get right into their balanced self, more grounded. It, their, their skill, just like there's warm up, 
tools, there's in-game strategies, there's post-game breakdown, like there's all that stuff that goes into coaching. But uh, when dealing with these emotional swings and these uh, these mental judgments and challenges, like we're just players get so in their head and they get so one goal here, they make a mistake, their emotions are all over the place or that guy did something to me. And I'm just, I I can't even think about the game because all I want to do is run that kid into the boards. Like there, there's all those swings that happen, or I made a mistake and I checked out or I didn't get put on the power play. All those things play into how we perform and in game breathing, especially when there's a sense of urgency, there's only a certain amount of time you can recover on the bench. There is, it's going into box breathing on the bench between shifts probably isn't the most efficient way. It's the the nervous system's too jacked. People are trying to get their energy down. So we got to keep it simple. And this is oftentimes what we call tactical breathing or lateral breathing as well. And it's simple, but so much, and you can even do this as you're listening to this podcast, check in with how you're breathing. Chances are you're just breathing up and down. It's sort of what everybody does. They take a breath in, they breathe up and down. Well, the diaphragm, which is our primary breath muscle, when you take a breath in, it contracts down and it should push out laterally and then expand in every direction. And then as you breathe, as you exhale, that diaphragm comes up into the up into the rib cage. And so again, it's kind of that uh, pumping motion. So when we can, two things that we can really focus on when coaching our players in game is to as quick as possible, get your breathing into your nose, breathing in through the nose, you can exhale through the mouth, but breathing through the nose is way more efficient. It helps us get our uh, bio uh, physiology under control much quicker than breathing through the mouth. Secondary, when we breathe into the sides of our body, it actually enhances how quickly we can get the breath into our, into our body, how quickly we can recover with the oxygen, dispel carbon dioxide, and get that going. So just as you're either if you're driving or listening to this at home, and the next three or four breaths, just pay attention to breathing into the sides of your body, into your underarms, into your armpits, uh, towards your elbows, even into the back. And even that old adage, you know, they, they talked about stand up, you know, stand up when you breathe, don't bend over. Actually, science is showing that bending over allows us to breathe into our back, allows us to expand um, into the sides of our body. So there is something to be said about uh, when you're really gassed and you're bent over, there is something powerful about getting that full expansion into your back of your floating ribs and all of that. Uh, But in game, that's probably the most efficient. Get them into their nose and have them breathe into the sides of their body. Uh, Tactical breathing would just be doing uh, four or five seconds in, four or five seconds out. Sort of that that rhythmic breathing of in and out, no holds in there. Yeah, so really good because I know that that's oftentimes, at least, I mean, even for me coaching, Um, Sometimes it's tough to settle a player down, especially when things are happening throughout a game, whether it's a, especially when they're, it's a really tight game or it's a really physical game or um, a really chippy game. And I'm talking, you know, more at the college level and, uh, you know, guys can get frustrated and um, it's okay. How long are you going to let this impact you? 
um, because we're going to need you next shift, right? We're going to need you to mm -hmm. reset as soon as you can and, and get back to playing your hockey. Cause if you're, you're seeking retribution, you're, you know, you're wasting good time for us to create offense, to play good defense, things like that. So, um, that's awesome. I really love that something we're cer I'm certainly going to take myself uh, a little bit more. And then, uh, you know, real quick on that, yeah, you know, go ahead. We, we, we've talked about it as coach. What are you doing? You're coaching players. You're coaching them in the practice. You're coaching them in the locker room. You're coaching them off ice. There's so many opportunities that you can build in these breath practices, which are self-regulation and team regulation, which is kind of that part of the game that's still being developed. It's so easy to focus on everything else. But when we put a little attention on that emotional regulation, that's the magic. That's that magic powder that allows a player to let go of a mistake, let go of uh, of that cheap shot, let go of of uh, the mistake his teammate made that he did pass to him, whatever that is. But that part of you prepare this ahead of time, you can set these norms that when things do get tough, team, take a couple breaths. It's period. Let's get her stuck. Let's just take a moment here. Breathe. You know what to do. Or that one player that's upset, you've already set the stage that when you tell him to take a breath, he knows what type of breath to take. He knows it's part of the process rather than just say, Hey dude, settle down, take a breath. Like he might fight back and internally resent you for telling him what to do. It's that sort of dynamics, but that's the power of when you prepare and build it into practices, make it a part of the team. It just becomes what they do when things get tough or when they get emotionally challenged during that pressurized um, and sense of urgency experience like games. Yeah, awesome. And and to your point that, you know, these games are highly emotional. And oftentimes myself, I have I have a tough time kind of settling down. Even as a coach, as a player, I was even worse. Some some nights when we were on the road, I would stay up so late because I just couldn't settle myself down. Right. So now looking at kind of the end of things here, right? Post game, um, what are some of the benefits to doing some some breathing post game and and what would be a good technique for coaches or players to to use to kind of help them settle down or help with recovery sure i love this sort of triphase uh breath you know pre during post because there are there are different skills uh around each of those how the nervous system works is when we we take a longer inhale, it elevates our it elevates uh, the part of our nervous system that's sort of the gas pedal. It, it amplifies our system. And when we spend more time on a longer exhales, it's actually like a brake pedal. It, it calms our system down. So there's some tools to when we're when we're relaxing and we're recovering, uh, having exercises where we spend a little bit longer time on the exhales uh, help draw the energy down, help somebody sort of uh, relax, which puts our body in a, in a more optimal state to recover, allows us to let go of maybe uh, the tension in our body, which then shows up as tension in our thoughts and mind. And those are important skills to do either before you leave the rink in the car, or more importantly, that, you know, bedtime when you're ruminating about either the next day or, or what happened that night or that day. And some of those skills could be as simple as 
Um, one of my favorites is four, seven, eight. You breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for seven seconds, and then exhale for the count of eight. And you do uh, do that for anywhere from four to eight to maybe even 12 rounds, uh, depending how uh, stressed out you are or just becoming uh, becomes a natural ritual before bed. And that again, you see, inhale for four, that holding of seven allows us to sort of feel the tent feel the pressure in our body and then that slow exhale uh, of eight the count of eight allows us to sort of dispel and 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 get rid of the uh, tension in our body and that's that's a very powerful rhythm and even as coaches as adults and more importantly as parents parents that are listening i know you I, if you're like me i'm watching my son and i i have to I'm holding tension in my body. I have to look away. I have to just exhale. I have to like find ways to navigate my own emotion and uh, lack of control over what's going on in the ice. Uh, but remember that four, seven, eight is a fantastic exercise to do uh, to wind down from the day. Yeah, I love that you talked about the parents and this being for parents, coaches, and players. And, um, you know, this is something that like, it's not just sports specific. I mean, if I have a tough day, um, non-related to sport and I, or I got stuff on my mind, this is something I could do to kind of settle my mind, settle my body, settle my breath and, and hopefully be able to fall asleep a little bit quicker when I have a very active mind ahead of bedtime and, and hopefully be able to get a, a good night's rest and, and we can tackle some of the things that were on my mind. Uh, we can tackle those in the morning. Um, but right now it's it's time for rest and um, I need to find a way to settle myself down. So I'll be really excited to be able to use this because uh, I think we all have stressful days, whether it's work or or hockey or other sports or just things that, you know, come up in life. So uh, this is really, really cool. Yeah, the, I, I, it's one thing I appreciate about you as a coach, Zach, is uh, you are implementing these strategies in, with your athletes and something we've talked about in the past and um, it, it's just such the cutting edge of where we're going. And, and we don't have to rely on some external coach to come in and teach this. You as coaches can naturally just slowly roll this out with your teams and the power of this. And what you're doing is you're giving them a gift. You're giving them a life, life gift that they can use in any environment as a student athlete, as a sibling, as a human being. And, uh, and those are those beautiful life lessons that hockey teaches us of, you know, wins, losing, being a good teammate, all that. Well, there's also these strategies of how do I regulate myself? And, you know, co coaches, you can implement this so easily or parents, you can implement this so easy um, and, and give your children an opportunity to, to grow this way. Yeah, so three awesome strategies here, and I love how you said it. You kind of summed it up as a pre, you know, pre-game, mid-game, post-game, and and just some things that coaches can start to implement. And once again, to your point, this stuff isn't just about hockey. This is this could be a, a big presentation at work, and you do some of this stuff, or um, you know, different skills that uh, you can use outside of sport, and so. Let's say that, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening here that are thinking, man, this is really cool. I mean, I'm super invested in this and I, it's something that I want to continue to do more. And so 
if I'm a parent, coach, or player listening into this, and I kind of want to, I want to learn a little bit more. I want to get a little bit more involved because we know that mental skills and breathing, it's, it's much more than a, a 30, 40 minute conversation here. Um, mm-hmm. Where could they go uh, to either find you and get some more information or um, some other areas to, to gather some more resources for breathing and mental skills altogether? Sure. Uh, I'm involved in several different businesses and, and, and uh, collaborations. Uh, the one that is very close to my heart is haptraining.com. H-A-P training.com. And that stands for Human Accelerated Performance. And this is a partnership I'm in that teaches social emotional skill development to organizations, to teams, to businesses. Um, I often say there's social emotional development, which is relationship with others and your environment. And then there's mental emotional development, which is really your relationship to self. And we, we work on uh, developing um, and meeting the needs of uh, the businesses or organizations. And we work with um, all levels of sport and business. The other part is I'm involved with an app called Poise, P-O-I-Z. P-O-I-Z is a, a sports visualization app. And I've uh, recorded the visualization for hockey. They have soccer, baseball, uh, golf, uh, volleyball. They have a number of, uh, and football is uh, kind of where they started. And so there's a number of visualizations on that app. Can't uh, recommend that enough in programming your mind. Uh, I'm working currently working with a transatlantic collaboration with Johnny Oduya, two-time Stanley Cup uh, champion uh, from Sweden, played for the Blackhawks, a couple other organizations. He and I are working. Uh, he's got a Hale Breath Center in Stockholm, Sweden, and a certificate program there on uh, learning how to breathe for stress reduction, performance, um, even personal transformation. Talk about a guy that uh, just had him here into Chicago at my uh, neurotherapy clinic that I'm an owner in. And we were doing some just incredible stuff with breathing, with neuro uh, programming, with all sorts of uh, uh, performance-based stuff. And you talk about an elite athlete, that guy could be out there playing right now. I mean, it's unbelievable. This guy's crazy. So Hale Center, you can look that up online. That's a really interesting resource as well. Um, and then, you know, I mean, just there's there's a great app called uh, Unbeatable Mind Box Breathing. You just punch that into the app store, Unbeatable Mind Box Breathing. And this was developed again by uh, Commander Mark Devine's organization. Uh, this uh, And it's just a really good box breathing app that you can use for yourself and for your team to follow. Good prompts, uh, nice visuals, good sounds. It's a great starting point. Um, so you can you can find me at sigmaqclinic.com. That's literally sigmaqclinic.com. You can find me at haptraining.com. And um, on Instagram handle is I'm the mental skills coach. You can find me there as well. Or just find me on Pierre DeBar on Facebook as well. Cool. Appreciate it, Zach. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Lots of lots of things I think people can take away and utilize right now. Um, so lot, also lots of different ways people can get in touch with you and get involved and um, 
definitely something for me. I'll, I'm going to take some of this stuff and, and definitely utilize it with my players. Um, and, you know, you talked about sports visualization and, and that app, and I know that's something we didn't necessarily touch on today, but um, it sounds like we might have to have a part two on this discussion uh, and we'll talk about some some other mental skills. So uh, looking yeah. forward to having some future conversations with you. Absolutely. There's so much to be done out there. And you know, I appreciate the listeners for chiming in. And I hope my hope is that you checked in with your breath during this session. And if you didn't, you turn off the podcast and you start breathing for the next three to five minutes. You're, I'm telling you, it's going to change your outlook. It's going to change what's happening in your body and it's going to change your relationship to your environment. So Zach, I, I really appreciate your passion around this part of the game and this aspect. We've had wonderful conversations in the past and really um, understand the extreme importance in child development and human development and the power of breath. And that's why we're talking about it today as our sort of baseline um, baseline into this conversation. So really appreciate uh, you driving that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you kind of pumped me up a little bit to get breathing once we're done here and uh, I'll recenter <laughs> and reset myself cool. and, and get maybe eat some lunch and get ready for the rest of the day. So Pierre, there thank you, you so much. I cannot thank hey. you enough. Um, this was awesome uh, to hear some of your insights and your wisdom and someone who's been around the, the idea of mental skills and social emotional uh, regulation and obviously a lot of other things for quite a while and um, kind of done it at a lot of different levels. So thank you so much, Pierre, and we'll see you all in a few weeks. Thanks, Zach. Registration is open for the 2023 USA Hockey Level 5 Coaches Symposium. The Level 5 Coaching Symposium is where aspiring coaches from across the country will gather to attain the highest certification offered by USA Hockey. This year's coaching symposium is set for May 4th through the 7th, 2023 at the Seacrest Beach Hotel in Falmouth, Massachusetts. The Level 5 will offer large group and small breakout sessions, giving you the opportunity to explore and apply innovative approaches to coaching. The final list of speakers will feature some of the most accomplished coaches from across the world. We hope to see you there this spring.